Hi, this is Joshua Marsingale, and thanks for joining us for a new episode of the Abundant Encounters podcast. You can find out more about us at AbundantEncounters.com. Our cause is a kingdom cause. We want to help people to have more encounters with the Lord because they can. It's underemphasized everywhere we look that God is real. He wants to know us. He wants to move in us and through us. I was once an agnostic and atheist occasionally. And uh, God saved me through a wildly profound open vision that I did not have a box for. I didn't understand what was happening to me. But uh, at one point in the vision, I saw the kindness in Jesus' eyes. And um, it helped me understand that I did not know him. And it, it birthed a desire in me that made me want to. The Lord had set me up to, he had, he had uh, devised a way to get me into a church, not two weeks later. There I was invited into a relationship with Jesus. The message was about relationship with Jesus. I thought, I have to have one of those. And, um, and I bought it, I bought it all. And from that time, the Lord continually encounters me. Wrote a book about it. And um, because the Lord told me in a meeting, much later from my salvation, he told me, Josh, you can give that away. And I knew what he meant was encounters. You see, when you hear someone's story you have the option to believe that if God can do it in them, then He can do it in me. God is not a respecter of persons. And many have pointed out how in the ancient culture of, of the Hebrews and the Israelites, it was clear that they testified so that each of them could pass around the ability of God to do it again. I want to pray for you, Lord. Thank you so much. Thank you for being here in this podcast show. Thank you for moving through the music, through my voice through the scriptures. Lord, come and move in us and encounter us. Jesus, encounter us. Holy Spirit, encounter us. Encounter us. Encounter us. Come, come, Lord. Pour out your love. Refresh us. Make new. Hope arise. Hope rise up. Hope rise now. 
hope alive in us. Jesus, 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 thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I bind up anything that would hinder this time, this intentionality. Cast it out by the authority that Jesus gave to me. If, if you're not of Jesus, remove yourself from this time. We bind you up. We put you under the feet of Christ. In Jesus' name. Lord, re release your ministering angels of light, of hope, of peace, of heaven. Release heaven all around us, all through us down on us and then up Lord have your way bless us abundantly in Jesus name today we're going to be reading in 2nd Corinthians chapter 13 it's the last chapter of 2nd Corinthians I'm going to be reading from the mirror Bible again Mirror Bible is available in an app that's profound. You get the app because you want to read Francois de Toit's uh, commentary and just kind of dive deep, deep, deep into each book of the New Testament. Um, there's a new book, Luke. Anyway, it's just so good. So I highly recommend it. They've given us permission to read their translation on our podcast so we just are grateful to them in getting ready to visit you now for the third time I am reminded of the scripture that says that at the mouth of two or three witnesses every word shall be established I address this issue during my second visit and do so again now in my absence with this letter when I arrive, I will not tolerate the stubborn attitude of those who wish to continue in their old distorted deeds. The frailties that I testify to in myself do not distract from the powerful impact that the word of Christ in me has in you. This should be proof enough to you of the integrity of my ministry. It seems such a paradox when one considers the frailty of Christ's frame how he suffered such a dreadful death on the cross, compared to the power of God so evident in him as his source of life. Our own lives often mirror the same contrasting paradox that we have witnessed in Christ, where our times of weakness become a platform for the power of God to be displayed as the secret source of life we participate in together with Christ to encourage you. I implore you to examine faith for yourselves in order to test what it is that you really believe. Faith is so much more than the mere veneer of a superstitious belief in a historic Christ. Faith is about realizing Jesus Christ in you, in the midst of contradiction. Just as 
or is placed into a crucible where the dross is separated from the gold in a furnace, come to the conclusion for yourselves of his indwelling. Should it appear to you that he is absent in your life, look again. You have obviously done the test wrong. I really hope that in your discovery of Christ indwelling, you will realize that we ourselves are equally found to have passed the test. My sincere prayer is that even if you cannot see us as meeting the requirements in your estimate, you do not use our apparent failure as an excuse to disqualify yourselves. Someone's indifference to the truth has no power whatsoever to compromise it ever so slightly, to be what it's not. We can do nothing against the truth, only for the truth. We rejoice in the fact that our weakness serves to prove you strong. We pray that you will find all the evidence you need to persuade yourself of your own perfection. Somehow it seems better for me to write my thoughts to you. I think that was I physically present with you now, I might have been more abrupt. Yet who I am in the Lord is a gift to you. I only wish to edify you. There is nothing in me that could possibly do you any harm. And now, dear friends, we wish you joy to be fully established living your lives within the immediate proximity of your true identity. With your minds made up about the fact that we are one, fitly joined together in perfect harmony, and knowing that God is your constant companion, and that he himself is a source of love and peace. Embrace one another with godly affection, all the saints enfold you in their hearts. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit abide with you all. This witness that Paul is telling us about, encouraging us into, is something we can feel. I'll never forget one time I was driving down the road and and uh, listening to Coldplay, if I remember correctly, and a secular band, and I had these chills in the back of my neck, and and that um, this I'll never forget. I, the Lord said to me, He said, "That's me." And I, when He said, "That's me," I knew what He meant. You know, it's like it's pregnant with uh, meaning, and and. Um, I realized what he was saying, and I had heard the argument as a former atheist uh, at times, and mostly agnostic, um, but I had heard the argument that, you know, all those emotional things were just chemical, and chemical reactions, and, you know, and primordial ways to avoid dying or starving. And, um, you know, that's a, a sad thought, but God in that moment was telling me that it wasn't true. 
and right then I realized he made the chemicals. He was the maker of them. He decided what they would respond to. And he would use them just like he uses everything. Sunsets, an ocean wave, a smile to speak to us. And as soon as I made that discovery and heard that from the Lord, I, I began to just test it like Paul's talking about here. I said, I want to see, I want to, and it was so simple because I just would pay attention. When I felt the hairs stand up on my neck or chills go up and down my spine, I would, uh, I would just think, is God saying something to me now? And sure enough, time and time again, without fail, God had something to say to me. God is always speaking. He's always talking. God spoke and all the worlds became. Everything went into motion. The universe will never stop expanding. That continually speaks of the abundance of God. So there is a witness. That's what Paul's talking about. He said, you know, test your faith. Because there's something bigger inside of you. It's the indwelling of Christ. When the Holy Spirit came at Pentecost, He changed everything for us. Now God lives in us. He's inside of us. And so as we go about making decisions, living our lives, we have a witness. And Paul is trying to get us to grab a hold of the indwelling witness. We can test it out. Something just doesn't feel right. We walk into a room, we don't, something's not right. You know, we can sense it. There's something inside of us telling us, giving us information, just like those little ting, tingles. It doesn't matter if it's emotion. Is it from God? That should be the question. We shouldn't be shutting these things down. God wants to communicate with his children. So in this time of activation, I want you to begin to ask God about your emotions and the things that he's been speaking to you. Let's just uh, close your eyes if you can. Imagine yourself with the Father. He's here. He's with you. Picture his face. Picture his hands. 
get closer if you can or ask if you can get closer if it feels intimidating or if nothing's happening ask can I see you I want to see you today can I see you ask them that share your heart best thing about God is he's God he can take it he's not going to run and hide if you're upset with him it's best to come to him real where you're at if you got a heart full of cuss words guess what we've all been there just let it out If you're really struggling and you think it might have to do with uh, unforgiveness or you think it might have to do with just some kind of pain in your past, explore that with the Lord. Ask questions if he shows you faces or if he begins to speak to you or bring up a past memory that was painful or, or just a past memory. Seek that out. Bring Jesus with you. He's outside of time. He can, he can move in and out of our memories. He loves healing memories. This is intentional. He does it because he wants you to be able to uproot the lies that began in those places. You're like, lies? Why? When we see a false picture of the way things should be, we are tempted to believe something that isn't true. We guard ourselves this way. We, we find ways to, um, to kind of cover up wounds this way. And it's just to our detriment. It's to our deficit. So explore those things. Remember in forgiveness to forgive, but also to release. And then take it from your head to your heart by blessing that person. If they passed on, then begin to see them in heavenly places. Picture them there. Picture the Lord's forgiveness over them. Just bless them. If they're living, then consider blessing them in any way you can. Or if it's not good for you to be in their lives and you need to keep a boundary, it's just real. It's hard to love others and love God if you don't love yourself enough to keep a boundary that you know should be there.
you may need to pause and take care of business with the Lord, but if you're there and you're and he's there, I want you to take this time and ask him this question. Say, Lord, is there anywhere where I built up a defense like a fence that will not allow me to receive communication from you, Father God? Have I blocked you off? Have I shut you down? Are you speaking to me? As he speaks to you, as he shows you, I just encourage you to treasure these things. They're so valuable in this life. Jesus would go and pray in the morning until he understood what the Father would do, was doing, and what he was saying. And then he would go about his day. In that way, he would go about that and represent God in that way. There with the Lord, I want you to ask, Lord, is there something you want me to pay more attention to so that I can continually hear from you? You know, for some of us, it might be the emotions that we feel. Some of us, it might be money, or it may be uh, people, and, or our pastor even. It could be so simple, it doesn't have to be hard. It could be something we're already doing, but maybe we're just not receiving it as instruction from God. And remember, all the way along, the indwelling of Christ is inside of you. And so he will give witness. Jesus said, let, my, let your yes be yes, and you know me, no. And um, this is the profound thing about the indwelling of Christ. When we check it, and we're like, Lord, should I buy this house? There's something of a witness inside of us that will either say no or yes. And there's this other thing that confuses a lot of people, but it's, it's so beautiful because it comes from a place of relationship. And that's when, you know, sometimes we feel like we're hearing nothing, but what we're really hearing is something like, I trust you. Make a decision. I'll back you up. You're my son. You're my daughter. Sometimes when we haven't heard from the Lord, 
it makes sense to think back on the last time we did hear from him. There's nothing more important than our relationship with God. There's no substitute, no alternative. Be consumed by Him, by His precious love, by His nearness, by the reality, by the encounters you've had or you're having or that you want to have. Commit yourself to the indwelling of Christ. He's no stranger. He's closer than your brother, than any family member you know, spouse. He's inside of you. God bless you. Today might be a big new day, especially if it is the first time you used a prophetic act like this and got pulled into a real encounter with the living God in His heaven on earth. This determination may reveal how the same God has been encountering you for many years and will eventually reveal how God is really everywhere and in everything. The good news, He is for you and not against you. He's hidden there for you and not from you. Seek him and find him. Seek like a king before you share as his priest. What you begin to find and uncover will cross the boundary of word only and enter into your own truth. You'll begin to live there. We pray blessing on you. May you be prosperous today from the inside of your spirit, through your soul, and then out into every circumstance of your day. May joy, hope, and peace overflow from within you abundantly. God is not short on encounters, my friend. I pray that the supply of heaven fill your life with infinite wealth that overwhelms and overcomes every deficit of this world around you and others here in this world. In Jesus' name. Come and visit us online at AbundantEncounters.com where you can find out more about our cause. We want everyone to have an encounter with God today. And on that website, you can find out ways to help yourself, help your friends. There's counseling, coaching, and articles available that will help you to embrace the lifestyle of encountering God. AbundantEncounters.com The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you 
and be gracious to you, the Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace.